Yeah. You gotta try one with the croquis though. <laughs> he, I told him he looks like a vacation dad. Don't I? You I got do. my St. Thomas egg, yeah. my St. John shirt. And that's like, do you go to the loafers. islands or not? Oh my god, my dad literally has those same exact shoes. So that's our dad shoes. They look good on you. Wait, oh. drop the other side down so you get the full effect there. I'm digging that. The croquis make that. I like those. I didn't realize they were Ray-Bans. I was looking for leather ones, but... I bought those in St. Thomas, by the way. Nine dollars and ten cents. These are. Uh, Graham also bought my birthday present in St. Thomas, and then forgot to bring it to me. Are we live right now? Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, hemophiliacs and hermaphrodites alike, <laughs> welcome to the Millennial Mimosa Show. It's not the Millennials and Mimosa Show. The Millennial and Mimosa Show. It's called Millennials <laughs> and Mimosa. Whatever, strike it. It's Millennials and Mimosa. <laughs> strike it. You can't just decide to strike it. I decide because I'm the editor. But you're going to put my intro song in too. Is that what you're saying in the beginning? He made me listen to this song that he wanted to put as our intro like 15 times. What song is it? It's called... I don't even know. I'll tell you what it is. Can we make it... Uh, no, it's a good one. Handshakes in the Hamptons? Um, hashtags in the Hamptons. I think, I, handshakes? <laughs> the song. I thought it said hashtags in the Hamptons. What is that? Actually? It's actually called Magic in the Hamptons. Magic. Can we make that intro Magic in the Hamptons? We also made some right. really good playlists last night. Here. We should talk about them and we should oh, share them with the fans. This is the intro song. Wait. Quality time at its most comfortable. Oh, yeah. oh my not god. It. That's not it. What are you listening to? All right. No, this is it. That's a good intro. It's not really our vibe, but Yeah, Graham, this is are not Are you a- serious? That's like a podcast intro perfect song. All right, then it needs to be my outro. Can it? Can we can, we can put that as an outro song. Yeah, I'm the That's guest. Fine, outro That's fine. Yeah, I told him we didn't have an outro, and he was like, "What?" I kind of like that we don't have an outro, but no, you need to have an outro. Like, we'll at least put that for this. Here, episode. Uh, is this is this gonna be good? What's it's a, good. What's a good outro to have? Okay. Next to your family, next to your wife, are the three first best things in life: money, homemade liquor, and dirty one dollar bills. That's your outro. What? <laughs> Like all good things, this must come to an end. Boom. Crap, you're what? too much. Okay. <laughs> Can I start? Yeah. All right, welcome back to episode eight of Millennials Mimosas. I'm Madison Morsh, and I'm here with Kim Baker. And we are also joined today by our special guest, Graham Allen. Graham? Guest host, status. What's up, guys? My name's Graham Allen. Tell the, tell the fans a little bit about yourself, Graham. Yeah. Uh, I'm from Atlanta. Okay, more uh, than that. Okay. No, <laughs> from, from the Atlanta. ATL. From the ATL. Went to school with uh, Miss Kimberly Ann Baker here. Um, what would, what would, how would we say that? Kim was probably like the first girl I'd say I met in college, and we've been friends ever since, basically. Oh, huh. that's so Kate, cute. Kate Taylor, Allie Vines, you. Whoa, whoa, you're name dropping. Oh. Yeah, we don't oh, name shit. drop on the we podcast. We don't name drop? No. Not first and last names. Those were all first names. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, yeah, so Graham is my best friend. That's a guy. That's a dude. Um, but honestly, he's, like, comparable with my girl best friends, too. We always... <laughs> oh, wow. Great. Thanks. No, like, some people are like, oh, he's my best guy friend, but you're honestly, like, my best friend, like, almost better than some of my girlfriends. We always joke that he's going to be um, my bridesman, <clears throat> and I'm going to be his... Yeah, uh, uh, groomswoman. Yeah. His groomswoman. Yeah, man of honor. We yeah, man of honor. <laughs> no, it would be woman of honor. Kim will oh, stand man up of honor for me. Yeah. on the wedding side in a tuxedo. Wait, please. No, I'm not wearing a tuxedo. I would wear like a hot ass black dress Wait, and like be that girl. Ooh, I am about this vibe. Yeah, your it's future wife would never super let that happen. Idea, actually, <laughs> very progressive. Yeah. We're very progressive here on this podcast. No, I know. You're not progressive I'm though. Not. So I'm that's very that's kind of why we brought Graham here today. Um, well, I mean, he's also in town for my birthday celebration. Woo woo. Who guess who didn't forget about your birthday? This guy. Yeah, 
Because she's our... Ask him if she forgot about my birthday. I'm really bad at forgetting birthdays. This is like our 10th day of celebrating Kim's birthday. I know. I, and I, it... I think it's funny how I said I was that girl who like really doesn't make a big deal about my birthday. I think I was lying. And then she makes a big deal about it. Yeah. yeah lying. You need to talk louder, Graham. I am talking louder. My no, no, voice no. projects. You you have to talk loud for the pod. All right. Well, I feel like I'm projecting right now. Okay. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, we kind of brought Graham on the podcast today because, well, he is definitely a little bit different than me and Kim. Yeah, Graham In a is- good way. That's how we're going to intro me is I'm just different. <laughs> no, I'm a normal person. I just have different viewpoints than you guys. He's yeah. got some interesting takes on dating, relationships, life in general. Listen, I give out good advice. Yeah, Graham is my go-to for um, advice, all things boy-related, um, even just general life, financial. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we can even say that. Yeah, I, I've got all-around good advice. Here's the thing, though. Kim doesn't take my advice because it's free. Uh, That's exactly what Joke's on you guys because I don't take anyone's advice. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Even uh, if I paid for a therapist, I wouldn't take her advice either. So, Kim, if, you, if I charged you $100 an hour, would you take my advice? Probably not. Yeah, she probably wouldn't still. Um, yeah. Maybe. Kim kind of just does her own thing. Yeah. She follows her heart. Yeah. She's a free no, spirit. Kim, Kim has, <laughs> at some point, she has taken my advice. In like a roundabout wrong way, she does eventually get around taking my advice. It's just, just like after she makes like seven wrong decisions. Yes. That's a, it's like three left turns and then she makes the right. Did oh. I did I mention that it's my birthday? So I don't know why we're being mean to me. <laughs> we love Kim Birthday here. wishes for Kim. How old are you? Yeah, what's the, what's the age? Yeah, Are we disclosing? You don't know how old I am? Kim, you're going to be 24, 3. Oh, oh my god! I'm turning 23! How did you not know that? 23. How old am I, Graham? 23. Yeah! Got it. <laughs> That's called deductive reasoning right there. I just figured. Are you 26? Yeah, 26. You just turned 26. Yeah, I just turned 26. I In sent, August. I sent Graham a potato for his birthday. She did. Because said, she forgot his birthday. And no, said, but, the ta- but the potato said... Yeah. I'm sorry, I sorry, forgot. I forgot your birthday. Shout yeah. out Potato Parcel, free ads, but it's worth it. Wait, Is did it? Did you just plug? I plug Potato Parcel. Sometimes, wow. sometimes we give some uh, some free ads. Because we gotta start somewhere, you know. All right, I'd like to plug uh, Jack Daniels right here. Okay, we can't just plug everything. <laughs> Grandma's right. drinking Jack Daniels. We're not even drinking mimosas. We're drinking well champagne and what is this juice? This is the Millennial Mimosa Show, but I just decided since I was a guest that we should do what Grandma wanted to do and do mixed drinks. So it should be millennials and mixed drinks. I don't know how I feel about this drinks. because when Just I hang out with Graham, it's all about what Graham wants to do, but I'm used to doing what I want to do. Act of singularity. This is a one-time deal. Mixed drinks home. I mean, you do you. We actually drank beers when we recorded with Matt Sawaya, so... That's a Matt Sawai thing to do. Yeah. Uh, you just dropped a first and last name. Because yeah, but he was a guest. <laughs> oh, okay. We had his permission, but all those people you just talked about didn't have your permission. Okay, so let's get into it. Yeah, let's get yeah. into the format here, guys. All right. Segment one. <laughs> we don't, we, we don't, don't do that, <laughs> but okay. Okay, so speaking of being progressive, um, so yeah, let me just start off by saying, I mean, I guess I'll go into some of the things that I've asked you for advice on, okay. but since we're already shitting on my life, I might as well give a little, <laughs> a little, um, a little uh, background. So, I mean, everyone knows I'm single, obviously, and I was on the dating life dating app life and I would kind of go to Graham for like some advice on like dating new guys and he would kind of tell me like which guys I should give a chance because some guys were just like really I wasn't feeling it and he was like no you need a good guy and what did you say we used to have lunch like once a week in college and every time I would come to you and I would be upset because another guy would like be an asshole and Graham you said you have to go through a lot of bad apples yes. to find the good apple. The good apple. Yeah. And I still think about that. That's, and that's every time advice. I call him and I'm like, Graham, it's another bad apple. And he'll be like, Kim, you have to go through the bad ones to find yeah, the good one. I believe so that. that's we, the only thing I'm holding on to <laughs> for hope. It's a string days. of hope. It exists. But yeah. Graham, what, what is your advice to help find that good apple? Yeah, what's your advice? Ooh, on the spot. Hot seat. Um... No, good advice. Talk. I'm talking. <laughs> um, y'all edit this, right? Graham, yes. <laughs> we probably won't edit this, though, because we just want to make you look No, bad. I don't want to look terrible. No, advice that I give Kim. Uh, which situation are we talking about? 
<laughs> boys in general. I say, all what right. Is, what is your general I'd advice like to, for a girl to find a good guy? Yeah, a How good to be person. A or good vice asshole? versa. That's a hard question because people are attracted to different things. Well, yeah, like, like we but kinda generally. We kind of last night, and I think where I was going was intention versus direction. Let's talk about that. Okay, let's talk about that. I feel that girls' intentions today are to meet a good guy, but they allow things to happen that they wouldn't necessarily allow to ha- happen, and it's the direction that's off. So, like, okay, we could go, we could break into the whole sex thing in the time of that. All right. Yeah. Okay, I mean, so, let's yeah. talk about it. They, well, let's talk about this. This is where I differ from them. They're a little bit more progressive than I am, <laughs> but I feel like there's a challenge factor if a girl holds off having sex with a guy for however certain long. So what's your what's your time frame here, Grant? I, I said three months minimum. Three months I minimum. I swear you told me like six months. Yeah, maybe, he did. He did. Maybe it's, embellishing that. It's probably extra long for me because you were like him for you and he's three six. That's months. right. That's probably what I did say. No, but I don't know. And that's Rose. That's I, th- I think that's what we were unpacking last night. Yeah. Is what's more important in meeting that guy or that girl? Is it the emotional connection or is it the physical connection? Because if it's a one night stand, then you're going to stress the physical connection and Absolutely. then you're going to leave it there. But if it's an emotional connection, then I think it's worth waiting and vetting out the emotion part of it. And right. then you get physical. I. But. You go. Okay. I mean, I do agree with that to an extent. Like, I I think that both are obviously very important in a relationship, and emotional <clears throat> connection is important to establish first before you get to that level of, like, the physical connection part. I think most of the time, if you do have an emotional connection with someone, there's a pretty good chance you're going to have a good physical connection with them as well. Obviously, there are outliers, and, like... What? But we did talk about that you saying that the emotional connection is there, it's great, and then you just find out someone's just terrible in the bedroom. But I see... I that think, does exist, though. I think that's rare, because I think if you have an emotional connection with someone, and you're, like, at least somewhat slightly physically attracted <coughs> to them, it can't be that bad of sex, you know? Well, so... Uh, like my <laughs> I whole, mean, it can't be that bad. Well, my whole idea on that is it's very instinctual, primal thing. Like, I don't understand how someone can be bad at sex. I mean, until you told me people can be bad at sex. <laughs> but I don't know. Really... Like, it's just like something that you know... It's like a cortex thing. Like, it's like breathing. You know how to do it, right? I don't know. I don't... I think you learn by doing. I mean, obviously... I learn by doing. It. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I feel like everyone's... I don't know. Bad starting off, probably. Nah. No, I mean, I, again, well, I, I, I mean, guys at least, I think like, kind of. But there's no excuse for them to be bad if they are not a virgin. But I just That's learned this from Madison: is there's a whole rhythm thing that can be thrown <laughs> off. I didn't even realize oh, yeah. there's a rhythm thing to be going on. Yeah, agreed. Rhythm is important. And they're when they're Motion. not on your wavelength, it's kind of like just. But I, the, but I guess I've never had any experience in that. Like as far as like I've never not been with somebody that I'm like out of sync with. Okay. Yeah, no, yeah. It, it literally is like you're out of sync. That's like a good thing that you've you've never had like a traumatizing experience. I think that there are occurrences where, um, I think one of our friends is currently going through this, where you have not necessarily you have an emotional connection to an extent, but it's much more of a friendship emotional connection. And then you go past that and you try the physical thing and it doesn't work because it wasn't really a romantic emotional connection. It was yeah. a friendship emotional uh, yeah, connection. Yeah, I think it, like if it's bad sex, it kind of makes you rethink your emotional connection. You kind of realize maybe I didn't really like them in the first place. I just feel like it's impossible to have like true emotional feelings for someone. Like emotional then, as in romantic emotional. Because I yeah. think you can, I don't know, I think I've been in a situation where like, I was really close friends with someone, and then, like, they kissed me or something, and I, like, crossed that line, and then I was like, wait, back it up. So when we're, all right, so we're going to set the definition, it's a romantic emotional connection, not yeah. just, because you can have an emotional connection with friends, is what like, you're saying. Like, I'm saying I can have an emotional connection with you, mm-hmm. I think that we're, like, good friends yeah. or whatever, and I have other guy friends like that as well, where I definitely have, like, we're very close, we have a deep connection, we talk about a lot of important, like, stuff in life right. or whatever but if we were <clears throat> to ever cross that line i don't know if it would actually like we would vibe there all right so let me ask you guys this would you rather start a relationship off as <clears throat> being friends and exploring it after being friends or just be like no new person we have intentions no of see i into. all of my relationships have formed out of being friends and i i like that better 
I think I'm 50-50 on that because I've had relationships that have started with like not really much of a friendship basis, just like obviously like the getting to know you period, but it was still like with the intention of it being more romantic. And then... I like how you use that word intention. Yes. Um, but there was still like, obviously you build up to that point, but I've also had relationships where I was friends with that person for like over a year. And then we like finally like explored that other avenue and like dated or whatever and it did work out it did for an extent of time at least but i do think i think that it's 50 50 i think it can honestly go either way so i will not mention the bar because we're just gonna not name drop bars can we do that yeah we can name drop bars so me and madison were talking at tiber creek last night (laughs) basically you were kind of the outlier um out of the entire thing like if we're looking at the bell curve here i think you're one of the outliers because your opinion and the the way that you think on things are very different than than the majority of the girls that like i think i can give like advice to or maybe shed some light on okay because i think but i but i think that's because like you're very i don't know what the word i'm trying to use here is but like you're very confident in yourself and like you're not looking for affirmation in another area so like you're doing you. He's used to giving advice to people like me who are no, super insecure. No, I'm not insecure. saying that, Kim. I was trying to be so nice about it. And then you just... It's okay. It's okay. I'm super insecure. Okay, I, I, see, I see what you're saying. But yeah, but uh, to you know unpack this whole conversation, yeah, I think you probably are on a little bit of the outliers. Like, it doesn't maybe necessarily apply to you, which is, that's what's cool about it. it doesn't apply it's to good. Everybody. He's what, what he's saying is good. Yeah, yeah it's good. No. Yeah, I mean, I think everyone obviously can have, like, a different experience based on who they are as a person. So does that suffice? As how yeah. a girl can pick up a guy or a guy can pick up a girl? It's uh, really to each of their own. Yeah, I mean, like, you kind of just have to, like, yeah, did go... We, did we answer the question? Yeah. I mean, well, I don't know if we actually answered the well, question. So that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, do you agree that you should strain the romantic emotional connection before you go in for the physical connection part. Yeah, obviously. If your intention is a, a long-term relationship, then yes. Okay, and if the intention the intention is not, then you're cool with just the one-night stand, just as much as the guys. Yeah. I mean, if I'm cool with it, then yeah. I mean, I think there are plenty of girls out there that are, like, down to just, like, they're not really looking for anything serious. They're just trying to live it up in their 20s or whatever. All right. Then that's what I'm saying. Intention and direction. If your intention is to be in a long the long term relationship, then your direction can't be I'm just going to do one night stands because absolutely. you're doing yourself a disservice by doing that. No, you know absolutely. I think that's emotionally uh, straining on people too, and I think that that's a problem for girls and guys that like go out there and they meet someone that they have like a slight connection with at a bar or whatever, and then they go home with them or whatever. And. Your work phone, right? Um, after, after that, they hook up or whatever, then they, like, try to project feelings on them, but mm-hmm. they don't even really know them all that well, and I think it's because they're, like, striving to get to that relationship level, but, like, I think that's where a lot of people in their 20s struggle, like, because obviously people want the physical thing, but the people that are, like, looking for a relationship will just go out, get the physical thing, and then project their emotions on someone that they barely know. Yeah, there are some people like that. No so, names, though? We can't name names? Well, <laughs> if I thought yeah, about like, it. Like, if I think of five people right now, I shouldn't say their name. Yes. <laughs> exactly. No, but I mean, I think that's pretty common. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what Did else? Did we exhaust that topic? I think, I think we covered it pretty well. <laughs> Any other questions? If people have questions for Graham, feel free to... Uh, reach out, DM, tweet at us, and he's always just a phone call away. I'll just add it into my weekly um, yeah. list of questions for him. Yeah, he's the, <laughs> he's the therapist for all. Yeah, I'll start charging too. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, maybe then people listen to your advice if they pay for it. Oh, great. Thanks. So speaking of insecurity, um, we did kind of talk about this topic a little a while ago, um, but we never discussed it on the podcast, but... Madison and I were discussing um, going to the bar with a hotter friend. I think this applies to me a lot because... Oh my god, Kim, no! You just called yourself out. I didn't mean to say it like that, but I... I only have hot friends and yeah. Yes, I think that I... Oh my gosh, how do I say this without sounding like totally like I hate myself? Because I don't hate myself. 
I <laughs> I don't want to say I'm like attractive, but I think you are. that I do notice it's not necessarily going out to the bar with a hotter friend too so much as it is like a friend you just have that friend who like attracts everyone like attracts all the guys like all the random people like I maybe I just like don't come off very friendly which I feel like I do but no one really I don't know like occasionally all right so here's the thing is I don't think it's a hotter friend I think it's a type of girl that's more approachable in the bar first of all because what makes what makes an approachable girl yeah because this is actually this is good advice (sighs) okay so like you're sitting in a chair like this this is this is your arms crossing his arms yeah like you're you're un you're not approached you're like can't no don't do that i don't if you're like this you know what i'm saying well i do think yes i do think posture they've like done like scientific studies on this and stuff like posture definitely does impact that also like maybe being on your phone or not yeah yes like get off the phones girls like well if we're in a group if you want a guy to come up to you get off the phone but that what i'm saying though is like we'll be standing in a group and what makes a guy like go up to a certain girl like in that group and it might just be because they think that that's the girl that they have the best chance of going or home like with that if night. a girl is standing at a bar True. like this has like happened to me occasionally like a guy will just walk up like next to you at the bar and like buy you a drink but this seems to happen like okay. very frequently yeah. yeah wait you're just standing at a bar like you're nothing's standing going at- on and this dude just like hey can i get you a drink yeah, yes literally then that's a that's a move that's a guy moving in yeah yeah i know but i'm saying well, i'm going to take happens- the free drink <laughs> 10 out of 10 times <laughs> whether I like him or not. I mean, I'm taking um, the drink. unless like I'm like so drunk that I can't physically consume another drink mm-hmm. that I I'm taking the drink. Um, but it's funny though because I don't know if this has anything to do with it, but I feel like most times when this happens to me, my friends that get approached are the ones in relationships. So I think that because oh. they're in a relationship, it's they true. have that that higher level of self confidence that they they're not looking for it. put off. It's the swag, I swear. Yeah, it's like, and then they're yeah because when you're single, you're kind of just like okay, like here. I, I think am. it's like a proven fact if you're single that you're more insecure than a person that's in a relationship. Uh, <laughs> Definitely. Here's my thing, and I've said this to Kim so many times. <laughs> I think it's like the outfit that you put on when you go to the bar confidence is part of that if you go to the bar and you're just kind of like mm, see whatever. that's why like if you were and i you even cooperated this because you went out after i told you like you just need to say fuck it and be confident and then you like talk to like what five guys at night and got like three numbers or something <laughs> no but i also your, your number or like however it works no like, but i honestly agree with graham to this point too because i feel like it doesn't even matter how you're dressed like revealing or not revealing like hot or not like honestly your outfit doesn't even really matter that much i think it really more matters the aura that you're giving off like the vibes like this girl's like living her best life like she's having a good night versus the girl who like she might have like boobs out like mini skirt on like ready to party but she's like in the phone corner that's the girl that gets approached yes that's what yeah that's what i'm saying graham told me i wore this crop top one time and graham literally told me the only way guys are going to approach me at the bar is if i wear that top so every time i go out not true (laughs) i just say that's a good that's a good wear he's like kim you need to go out wear that top no (laughs) but do you think do you think that that makes a difference. Like, there are outfits really that are yes. leading, but very much so. Like, just admit that like looks do matter. But yes, okay, because yeah. people are very shallow. Like, yeah, especially shallow. at the bar, like you don't know anything about but, somebody. Uh, like I, but in the same breath, like yes, I always say I wear that outfit just because like it's a damn good looking <laughs> outfit, right? Hell yeah. yeah. But I, I'm also gonna say yeah, it's like the confidence, it's the self esteem thing. Like people, people pick up on that, and I think that's what you're saying about or like people definitely pick up on confidence. Like right. if I walked in. And I approached both of you, like, we just didn't know each other, and I'm just kind of like, hey, oh, sorry, I didn't mean to bother you, you know, well, like, uh-huh. a very unconfident male, you'd be like, that's really unattractive, I'm not going to talk to him. No, no I do, I mean, the we fact talked about this with Brad a little bit when we had him featured on the podcast, we, like, talked about approaching girls or whatever, and I do think that, like, it definitely is a lot hotter when a guy will be, like, way more confident when he comes up to you, not like, sorry, I didn't mean, mean to bother you. I think a guy coming up to you in general shows confidence, and I'd be impressed, like, if a guy came up to me, especially if I'm standing in a group of girls, mm-hmm. and a guy makes effort to come up and talk to you, that shows a lot of confidence. I mean, even if they're just, like, polite, and they're like, hey, I mean, I don't want them to be like, oh, sorry for bothering you, but if they're just like, hey, like, um, sorry, like, to interrupt, like, I just, like, want to come talk to you, like, that's not weird. No, I would yeah, honestly yeah. rather them say that than just be like, hey, 
So let me buy you a drink. And if they're overly confident, I'd be like, get the well, fuck out. Some girls are into that. Cocky, yeah. I'm I mean, not. You can sense cockiness, but like confidence and cockiness. There's borderline. There's definitely a, a thin line. You can line. be almost there, but there is a difference. For sure, for sure. Yeah. Wow, shampoo effect. I'm like already feeling. <laughs> shampoo effect? The shampoo you never effect. Heard of that? No, what's shampoo effect? The oh my god. The shampoo effect is when you still have alcohol in your system and you like drink again, you get drunker faster. It's like, what does that have to do with shampoo? At it's all? like when um, you have a little drop of shampoo, it's so concentrated, and you can like keep like lathering no, it. No, no, that's not what it is. Yeah, no, it is. no, it's not. It's if you wash your hair with shampoo and then you don't fully wash it out with water, and then you put like a tiny bit of shampoo on your palm, and then you start washing your hair again. Then it that's gets what super I, lathered. That's what I said. No, that's pretty much what a I really said. Really concentrated dollop of like. What? Yeah, it's concentrated, so you only have to put like a little bit because it's like still in there. Whatever. Have you never heard of that? Mm-mm. It's like hair of the dog. Never. I mean, I've heard like no rally. hair of the dog is different. Hair of the dog is like you can fix your hangover with drinking because. Oh, I thought it was the same thing. No, shampoo effect is different. It whatever. Is. Shampoo effect, hair of the dog. Like, what are we gonna go with here? Hair what's, the, the, what's the official term of Mills and Mimosas? <laughs> no, they're. She said they're different. Oh, so. they are different. They are different. Hair of the dog is what you say when just you like want to avoid your hangover. Rally. That's just what we always said. Just rally. That, well, that's okay. basic as fuck. Well, I'm basic. <laughs> True. I'm the official official term of millennials and mimosas is LMBL. Yeah. What is LMBL? Living my Live. best life. That's Living what, my best life. That's what all of our group chats are called. Love that. LMBL. We started it. It's gonna take <laughs> over the nation. Wait, we should do a uh, we should do a t-shirt. Like, why don't y'all have any Wait. merch? Oh my god, Graham. I actually thought about that, so, but I didn't think it was time yet. Like, and it's here's time. the thing, like, so I bought Kim's birthday present and completely forgot to bring it with me. But at least I remembered and bought one. So it's a shirt. No, but I believe that every uh, show host should have a mug. And so a I kind of got you a mug that... You got it, me a mug? Yeah, but it's it's a podcast mug is what it is. And it's, like, very cool. So. Wait, what? I know, I know. I feel like I need to get you one, but it was, like, her birthday. So no, like, it's okay. But it's, like, very Kim. So I was like, ah, oh, she's got to have a mug, so... I'm Wait. so excited. Aww. See? Thoughtful gifts there. <laughs> Thanks, Graham. Graham used to design so, t-shirts for uh, his fraternity, so we need him to be the official Millennials of Mimosas merch designer. Yeah, yeah, we'll give you that, but Graham like came in here guns a-blazing and was like, I'm changing the intro song, yes. I'm changing the cover art. Yes. I'm changing the name of the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yes. All yes. Very true. All very true. Listen, if you want to do that so bad, start your own podcast. I don't want to start a podcast because then I. Well, that's like... what everyone says. <laughs> Everyone's just riding our freaking coattails because we are the only ones that actually. I was asked get this to gu- be on this podcast <laughs> yeah. multiple times. I think Graham was the only person that we've actually asked to be on the podcast. Well, no, we kind of asked Brad, I guess. Eh. No, he he definitely wanted to. Brad and thinks then... that he like. Made us make the podcast because he like told. You guys are made now because of Brad. Yeah, because of like Barstool podcasts, which is kind like, of our our um inspo. Yeah. Oh, you guys are riffing off of another podcast. No, we're not riffing no. off. Oh, let's talk about that. So last night, me and Kim go home from the bar, and she got super upset at me because I was making some bomb fucking playlist. I wasn't getting super upset. And she got upset because like I would listen to like a song like would we do a Y2K playlist? Yeah we did. And I would listen to a song which would immediately like segue into another song in my mind so I'd like search that at it and then she got so mad because I wasn't listening to the because song. Because he was it, that's like. But I was making the playlist. There's that's the nothing point. more frustrating than like when someone you know like when you're driving the car and someone like skips past a good song you like get Ooh. excited for it and then they skip it and that was happening like over and over and over again and yeah. I was like Graham what but the heck. But I was it wasn't the point of listening to the song it was to get it out of my mind onto the playlist so we could then enjoy it later which well, we will today, and we will tonight. Yeah, so this we will is, enjoy it later. We made a playlist. Um, this is a complete tangent off of what we were just talking about. No, I said, I said we were going to discuss the playlist. So yeah. actually... Really? Yeah. Did I just segue right into that? Yeah. Just seamlessly? That was a good that's, segue. You guys are welcome. That's what podcast Transition. <laughs> five high fives. There we go. Um, so it started when I started talking about my teen angst playlist, which mm. is actually up to 66 songs now. That's good. It is like built. It's very good. I actually... Um, I'll share the link to it. It is. It's fully built. And it's collaborative. I make all my playlists collaborative now in case anyone wants to, like, add to them. Because I just feel like people on Spotify, you know, like, gotta collab together. Do you have together. a Live Your Best Life playlist? LMBL playlist? Yeah. And no, because that's kind of that. a hard topic. Well, I feel like that's just, like, a party playlist, basically. Yeah. 
Which we kind of I say grow it to like a couple thousand songs. Just whatever songs you think are great, put them on. Whoa, a couple thousand songs. That's overwhelming as fuck. Also, I don't think there's a couple thousand songs out there that could fit like one particular vibe. That's the point of a playlist. Oh, oh, it needs to be a specific genre? No, but like, I don't like. I mean, what's the difference between that and your library? So, like, you're saying you don't want to listen to Guns N' Roses and John Mayer in the same playlist? Mm -mm. No. Okay. You'd rather listen to like Dave Matthews and John Mayer in the same playlist? Yes, yes. And then Graham, so Graham segued off of my playlist, a rift. Uh, yeah, I was is, riffing that entire night. Uh, he made one that said, Elementary, My Dear, and it has oh. Fly by Sugar Ray, um, Bob by Hanson, Wannabe, Spice Girls. Ooh. Like all the stuff yeah. that you listen to in elementary school. All Star by Smash Mouth, yeah, Semi Charm Life, The Middle, yeah. yeah and, then, like and then we started Y2K because we got borderline and we were like, well, that's not really elementary school. That's more 2000s. So then he was like, okay, make one that's Y2K. So it has like Clocks by Coldplay. Um, Sunday Morning by Maroon 5 mm. Mr. Jones Counting Crows mm. yeah see yeah. he was skipping past all these songs this is how I felt I know but it was to get him on this playlist so we can enjoy them today tomorrow the we're gonna Sunday enjoy this at the pool after and then that. as yeah, we were doing that I made a my b-day playlist because I was like oh I want to oh listen God. to this for my b-day tomorrow and currently it only has five songs Roses by Outkast The Way You Move by Outkast Ooh. Shots by LMFAO Okay <laughs> Wanna Be by Spice Girls And Steal My Sunshine by Len Well I've got some quality songs that need to be added to this Like are you um, riffing right now? Did you just think of a few songs? Oh dude Crip dude, tonight Then let's, let's add them The mind's turning right See, now See I was about to say When the hamster wheel gets a turn Don't stop it And that's what she was don't trying to do Don't stop it She was it. putting the brakes on it don't last night stop. And it pissed me off So we got pissed off at each other <laughs> We, we had a, a fight. Um, <coughs> side note, my mom texted me and said, how was your birthday celebration last night? And I told her that we're actually celebrating tonight. She said, good, you should celebrate the whole weekend. Aww. So if you wonder why I am the way I am, it's because my mom told me. No, <laughs> we had a good night last night. We went and had barbecue at Max Beach Shop. Yeah, we had some dinner. Um, I'm so pissed that, that we nice. didn't take that home in a box because I was not hungry, so I like barely ate anything. That's right. Dude, yeah, that, that food was I think that's so kind of how I got drunk. I don't know why. No, I feel like my tolerance has gotten lower, and I don't know why because I feel like I've been steadily going out to the bar. Yeah. Wait, are you saying that you're like you're getting drunker quicker? Yeah, like yeah. last night I felt like I got drunk, drunk really easily. Why? I don't you know. You way more than I do. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I don't understand. I think well, my... we both took two ibuprofen this morning, just to be on so the same side. Yeah. Kim, apparently <laughs> you can't take aspirin. <laughs> What's up? <laughs> no, apparently you can't take aspirin. Aspirin? Yeah. I, told I, took, him... I actually didn't take ibuprofen. I took Tylenol. I told but him you, can you can't. That, right? You're not supposed to take aspirin when you're drinking. What's aspirin? It's a fever reducer. But it, like, affects your liver, so you're not supposed to take it. Well, they all really affect your liver, everything. Well, I don't know. My mom, I We're all going to get cirrhosis livers. All, like, we have all shortened our lifespans. It's fine. Can we not talk about this? It gives me Okay, moving on. Yeah. Segment two. (laughs) Great segue. Just right into it. Dude, that's literally what you did. Um, This is not segment two. I don't know what number this is. This is three, actually, because we talked about... How long to wait before having sex, um, being the less hot friend at the bar, and... Did we fully discuss that, though? Yeah. Okay. I mean, kind of. And then... Confidence is key. Someone suggested... I really think so. One of our fans suggested that we talk about uh, roommate interactions. This is a good one. Well, I don't have roommates, and so, like, I don't do well with roommate interactions. Why don't well, you... That's, that's why I got... Why that's don't why you I do well with out. roommates? Yeah, so Tell let's us. talk about that. Why so are basically, you living alone? From when I moved out of my parents' house and when I got into college, I've had roommates and then even had roommates even into, like, my adult life in my career. Mm-hmm. And, like, you just... And yes, the benefit is you can pay, like, as low as 500 bucks a month to live in a nice place. Yes, because right. you have a lot of roommates. Mm-hmm. But you have to deal with roommates. Mm-hmm. And, like, my thing was I don't appreciate when my stuff gets used. I don't appreciate when my stuff gets thrown away. I don't... It's, it's like, basically you're, like... Taking care of people almost. I mean, but you have to live with someone that you know. Yeah, there's, these were friends. Well, let's talk about that, Kim, because you moved into with an apartment with a girl you barely knew. Because well, the, of the situation. So, I mean, it works. Yeah, it works now, but who knew? Let yeah. me Actually, let me give a rundown because I've had some pretty interesting roommate <clears throat> situations in the past. I have so many good examples yeah. for roommate situations. Kim knows. Okay. So do I. <laughs> so, freshman year... I moved in with these girls I met on Broom Surf, like, you know, the whole way that you find college roommates. And they were from, like, the same city as me, which is, like, fine. So we, like, kind of knew each other, but then I ended up moving out because just the situation, they, like, 
one of our roommates was like a total pothead and she just like kept smoking in the dorm and it freaked me out and I was like I don't want to get in trouble and the guys across the hall from us like got in trouble with the cops and I was like I felt like such a narc yeah <laughs> no but I mean no, I but, get it I would be like that too. so I I moved out like after one semester I mean also I didn't want to live on campus anymore so it's just like whatever yeah. and so then after that I moved in to an apartment with two guys from my high school those guys were pretty cool. I'm yeah, like, so I lived with guys for a semester, and it was actually the best living situation I've ever had. They were, like, my best friends. And, like, living with guys, let me tell you, is just so different, and it's so much easier because they are just, like, so chill. I mean, honestly, they were cleaner yes. than me. They would have to yell at I me sometimes. I was just about to say They that. were like, Kim, you need to clean the kitchen. <laughs> all bathrooms are, like, all female bathrooms. Even my bathroom after you guys left. I was just like, oh we my god! Like, you had like black goo on the damn like, countertop, and I was like, that just stained that damn thing. No, we didn't. Oh my god! I got it out there. I got it out there. Yeah, no, I think guys are way cleaner in bathrooms than girls. I yeah. think girls, but and they're just girls, easier to live with because girls, I feel like, are so moody all the time. You can like get in fights. Well, I and... think girls like fully use every corner and every inch of their fucking bathroom. Yeah, guys, that's probably why guys are literally working. like toilet counter shower. You guys are like, I got something hiding in the corner over here. <laughs> that's got hair on it and mold and all kinds of shit <laughs> oh yeah honestly i've uh never lived with guys and i always like wanted to like before i moved to charlotte i was debating moving in with one of our guy friends and it just like didn't work out or whatever but i think i would have thrived in that situation so speaking off the whole roommate thing i had some pretty interesting roommates so all my roommates in college were basically randos because i don't know i just had this thing where i didn't want to live in the fraternity house just because i felt like i would just be a bad influence on myself. Be a degenerate. I was taking my advice at 22 years old, so that's pretty good. But I'd live with these randos, and I won't mention their names, but two of them were like hardcore drug addicts. I mean, they probably smoked like eight times a day. Like, yeah. I Jesus. only ever saw them like, and one of them, like, so here's my thing, like when people say like, weed is a gateway drug, like you can say that's corny or whatever, it 100% is, is a gateway drug, because they went from smoking weed like every day to like, then they start doing like Xanax and Laura tabs to then I won't mention his name OD'd on heroin in his bathroom and was like convulting, hitting his head between like the the tank Oh my god and the and the sink and there's like a blood splatter like right on the wall. Oh you've told me this. Yeah, story. and me and my roommate dragged him out of his room onto like the floor and like just did what we thought we he was like foaming out of his mouth. He was Holy like shit. almost blue. We called nine one one and they literally resuscitated him there in our apartment and for like the next three days four days he did he could not tell you anything he did not know his name he didn't know where he was at he didn't know how he got where he was like but it came back everything that he learned like the week prior just like it didn't even happen and basically the the paramedic lady told me she's like basically if you can imagine like running a marathon and then sprinting like the last 800 meters and just being so exhausted and just really only concentrating on breathing she's like that's basically what his brain just did like it just got rid of everything but just trying to like stay alive wow so like as far as like roommate situations talk about traumatizing yo like i've I've had like a dead roommate legit one of my friends in high school (laughs) since we're on the drug topic (laughs) segway no it is what up it is traumatizing though one of my friends in high school literally like had a seizure in front of me like drug related and it was like the scariest thing i've ever witnessed he was like convulsing like on me yeah that's very no that's super traumatizing but that's i think that's why it's important to live with someone that you like know that you kind of have a similar vibe to yeah to an extent same guy different situation came back one night like just i had to have been like pain pills shut his like hand in the door and i remember like seeing his finger like crooked or whatever because it was clearly Broken. Up. Oh God. We and then like he disappears. He lost his wallet and his shoes. And then me and um, my other roommate went to cookout, plug on cookout, get some late night stuff. Then we came back and he had two homeless dudes sitting on our couch in our apartment at the flats off Mallet Creek. Yeah, this that's is the where same I live guy. with the guys. This that's is the same scary. guy who went to that you know that Pike house that was later the Alpha Sig house. Yeah. We had to fight to get him out of that house because he went walked in and started eating pizza out of the refrigerator and they got so pissed off. Yes, like this is. <laughs> This is like the ultimate roommate stories there. Yeah, yeah, so Graham has really had some traumatic experiences, but to speak to some more normalized living situations, um, all of college I basically lived with girls that I was like definitely like best friends with, I would say. Mm-hmm. Um, 
sophomore year, I definitely got into, like, major tiff with who is one of my best friends, was my roommate at the time, and, like, it was pretty hard on us, just because I think we weren't ever meant to be roommates. Like, we were best friends, and, like, to this day, we still are, but... You can't live with your very best friend. It was very difficult. What? I don't think so. I think it's possible, but I think it's hard. Let's unpack that. I think you can. No. No. I think it's easy. Y'all get along on every level, basically. That's your best friend. No, but I think you like It's, like... This is why I think I would struggle if I ever got a boyfriend and had to, like, move in with him. Because you're spending, like, all day, every day with them. Like, you live with them, and then you hang out with them, too. I mean, But it's your how, best friend. That's what you it's want cur- to right? It's, it's, that's you have to, you you have need to your get space. to a point to, of balance. So, basically, uh, my current roommate, Caroline, everyone probably knows her because I've referenced her on the podcast before. Me and her are, that. like, very best friends. And we have lived together since junior year of college so we lived together junior year of college senior year of college last year and now we're living together again so you're doing it so we're well, doing it but i can say it has not been without its struggles like we that's have what i'm argued, saying like you have to had... just accept that you're yeah, gonna argue and be okay with that that's, that's and know that your friendship roommate. will like come out yeah that's it that's a, any roommate situation like you're obviously not gonna get along 24 7 i just think it's harder when it's your best friend because you're it's easier to fight with someone that you're so close with because you're not uh, as afraid to, like, really, like, shit on them. Like, what the fuck? I was just about fuck? to say, y'all take you, body shots, don't y'all? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, oh, my God, you haven't cleaned your bathroom in a month? Like, oh, my God, there's dishes in the sink from two weeks ago? Like, you're Yeah, you're more very, shameless. way comfortable with them. So, yeah. Yeah. Let's, let's get into that. So, that was the original listener question was, like, what actually, um, like, what ticks you off when your roommate does it or whatever. So... So one, I guess, dishes in the sink. Oh, absolutely. That is definitely one of my biggest pet peeves is like, especially like, okay, a couple days here and there, but if we're going on a week and there is some gross ass dish in there, I do not fuck I never that. leave my dishes in the sink longer than like 12 hours. Like sometimes if I'm on the way out, like I'll just put my like breakfast plate in the sink and I'll come back and like do it later that day. Or sometimes like I'll have dinner and then just like clean it up the next morning if I'm like that lazy. But usually, if you just at least, like, rinse it and just put it in the dishwasher, it's really not hard. I mean, it usually takes me longer if I have, like, pots and pans. Like, I don't really feel like hand-washing them right away, but... Yeah, I think that kitchens are definitely, like, the biggest point of contention for most people. So, I don't live with roommates, so I don't have that issue. Right. But, I mean, a freaking dishwasher... I mean, just no. load it, load it up in the dishwasher. Yeah, Don't but, leave it in the sink. I mean, are you? What is? What are you saying that you get a better wash in the sink? No, no, no. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that people. Why are you leaving them in there? That's the question. That's the real but question. Everyone does to it. To soak. So you can. Le- <laughs> oh, okay. To, to soak. soak. Okay. <laughs> the soak argument is okay. the most flawed argument. Yeah, I've no, 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 no. Yeah. Oh, I'm just gonna leave if, it here for 12 hours. No, put it in the fucking. What dishwasher. if you made no, like clean like a hot? You made like a hot pocket and there's like dried cheese on the plate. Hot pocket. Who the fuck? Don't hot eat po- hot pockets. Oh, Cook your shit. Big hot pocket girl. Oh You're gross. Gosh. <laughs> I think I might have to end our friendship right now. <laughs> Good friends. thing we don't live together. Because <laughs> I would be making hot pockets all the time. Jesus. Uh, okay, anyways, so what else? Um, I think if you roommates? share a bathroom, I think bathroom's big. Oh, God. No, yeah, yeah that's big because I would. you'd say my bathroom's probably clean, right? Yeah, your that's bathroom a, looks that's, very that's clean. It's a very spotless bathroom. Y'all's bathrooms are like. My bathroom's not bad. My bathroom's not bad. I haven't seen it. I've investigated your The biggest problem in my bathroom currently is dog hair that's not my dog that I need to... Girls, girls, I mean, we can get back into that, but yeah, girls' bathrooms are, like I think, are way used and guys' bathrooms are not. There's only select areas that we use and that's basically all that gets touched. You guys, like I said, have shit in the corner hiding out like that you're saving for next week for some reason. (laughs) Also, I think another thing is like whether or not, this is like more rare, I would say, but... There are some situations where one roommate is a big bed maker and the other is not. And I think that okay. some people... Not that it starts arguments, but I just like... It's like so, a little tick in you. All right. Here's the, all right. Here's the roommate question. Here's a loaded question for you. The common area is really only what you have say in. Like, your room is your room. So if you choose to, like... You Leave know, it a shithole? Yeah. If a tornado is in your room, then a tornado is in your room. But right. it's not the common area. So, like, are you saying that you get ticked off if their bed's not made? No, because I'm not, like, a like, no one's super... S- I'm not super OCD about that or anything. I do like to make my bed, but the, I'll go a whole week without making it, so I can't even talk. Mm. Like, 
I think I would probably say I make my bed 60% of the time. Yeah, I'm I'm a pretty like frequent bed maker now that I've gotten older because it honestly I realized it like makes me feel better. Yeah, but I don't think that it it really doesn't bother me, especially since like in my current living situation, my roommate's room is like all the way across. Like I can't even see it unless I'm actually going in there, so I don't really care. I'd say, yeah. I think their room is their room. The common area I understand, like where you both have to come in and make things work. And I'm sure that's where arguments can happen. But I think the yeah, common, your bathroom and your room are basically your bathroom. Your the room. common room really only pisses me off if you're leaving shit around. Like, if there's empty water bottles or there's cups or there's, like, laundry laying <laughs> around or something like that. I'm having a hot flash. Here, Kim me, actually might go to the bathroom right now and you can rally. So, <laughs> I'm, intermittent break. I do not feel well. Oh, God. It just hit me all of a sudden. Can we keep this live on the podcast so they understand? Yeah, my, I don't care. My fans We're should know that I'm this. I'm the wimpiest hangover person ever. She's not. Like, Bitch, keep drinking. I'm drinking, but it's making me hot. Hey, and then I get... chug this. This is the Pedialyte. This is your cherry whatever Pedialyte. I need my Oreos. Yo, that's what I was so Wait, surprised. do you want an Oreo? Yes. I'll go grab an Oreo. Kim we are currently... knew exactly where to get a Pedialyte <laughs> and knew exactly what flavor she wanted. Like, talking about a soldier here. Talking like, about trash humans here, we're currently <laughs> drinking... Um, Jack Daniels, Champagne, Pedialyte, and Oreos. Yep. Trash. Uh, the Halloween the kind. Halloween Oreos with the orange filling. There y'all go. Yeah, BRB. Going to get the Oreos. Okay. So, Kim, let's talk about hangovers. Yeah. Well, What's the worst hangover you've ever had? The, ever. Oh, God. Okay, the worst hangover I've ever had. I So, I went to visit my friends at Ole Miss. This was oh, like... nice. <laughs> this has got to be a good story. <laughs> this was like... Talking about hangovers now. Yeah. Worst so, thing over ever. The time we took a road trip to go to an Ole Miss football game, it was like a couple years ago when I was in college. And we were planning on thank you. Bless you guys. Good friends here. Good friends know how to cure your hangovers. Whoa, they have little shapes on them. I didn't Wait, realize they that. do? Yeah. Um, they like pumpkins and shit? Yeah. <clears throat> pumpkins and ghosts. Cool. So we went to Ole Miss and we were going to the game on Saturday. So we get there Friday and we go out. I don't know if we have any old Miss listeners, but there was this bar called Funkies, and it has like these super sugary, like daiquiri type drinks that have like a little, uh, like a pipette in them with like more alcohol. So oh, I've it, seen these before. Yeah. and I think I actually oh. remember the drink that I got was called a Miley Cyrus. That's like the popular one, and it fucked me up. And I always tell this story too because I was like literally LMBL. Because I was, like, the perfect amount of drunk. And we were in this bar having a great time. And, you know, you always have fun when you, like, visit your friends at college because you don't know anyone there. So you're, like, having a blast. And so we are, like, peak high, peak drunk. Like, I wasn't high. But peak, like, drunk. Peak, like, like, high on life. High on life. I was high on life. Living the best high life. And they played um, that Taylor Swift song. uh, Taylor Swift song. She's got a lot. Say you'll remember me. That one. Dancing in love. Was that a, yeah. was that, a, was that her country? Oh, wild, wildest no, wildest day. dreams. Wild they played. Dreams. They no, played. It was the crossover stage. They played like the oh, perfect DJ day. remix of Wildest Dreams, and then like the smoke machine was on, and I was drinking my Miley Cyrus drink, oh. and I was like, "This is LNBL, like to the max," and then I blacked out, and then because <laughs> I was just so excited, I was in the best situation, so we went home. And I was like, I feel like shit. And we ordered pizza, I remember. And I was, like, trying to eat the pizza, trying to make myself feel better. And it was, like, 3 a.m. And I started vomiting. Like, and I knew that that was already just going to lead to a bad hangover. So I was already puking before the morning even hit. And then I woke up and just continued to puke. And I was literally dead. I could not move. I was, like, sitting by the toilet, and every time I even, like, moved my body an inch, I would throw up more. So I literally was just trying to, like, stay as still as possible. And my friend who I was visiting with, she was, like, trying so hard to get me to rally, and she was so pissed at me. She was like, Kim, get your shit together. We came here for the football game. Like, if you can't make it to this football game, like, I'm going to be so mad. Also, it was, like, a 1 p.m. game, or it was, like, a noon game, I think. So that was already hard enough, like, trying to rally. That's rough. Yeah, she, like, got me McDonald's, Advil, and she's like, okay, like, you need to, like, get your shit together. And I was so hungover. I just, like, wanted to cry, and I didn't want to do anything, but she was making me feel guilty about going to the game. 
And finally, I, like, threw up one more time, and I was just, like, a different person after that. <laughs> I was like, okay, I was like, okay, let's go, let's rally. I mean, I didn't drink at the tailgate because I just couldn't handle it, but I was like, okay, get your shit together. I had, like, an internal moment where I just needed to, like, bring my body back to life, and it worked. I don't know if that was necessarily my worst hangover because I've had ones that last, like, days, but... Oh, I was just about to say... I, I was um, going to say, yeah, I've got, I've got I, some good ones. I've literally was, like, out of order for three days in the beach on vacation, and it was because the night before I had, like, had the entire bottle of Sky Vodka and an entire bottle of wine and, like, oh. 15 beers and was doing shots. How are you alive to tell this yeah, story? Yeah, no, I, I remember, uh, I was with my buddy, uh, he basically, like... I had no clue what was going on. Like, I'm pretty sure I had alcohol poisoning because, like, I threw up blood a couple times. Oh, good. And I was just, I re- just remember, like, instances of, like, waking up on the bed, like, and just throwing up, like, every time I woke up. And then eventually I ended up at my sister's place in Santa Rosa back when she lived in Florida. And I had no clue how I got there. She was, like, stuffing, like, homeopathic pills and, like, natural <laughs> or- organic shit down my throat. And, like, I threw up there, too. Like, and then the next time, I remember waking up and, like, one of my good buddies was driving me home to Georgia. And, like, that was, like, a week out of my life just gone from out Just gone. And I drank so much. Like, just don't ever, yeah. ever do that. Ever. Yeah. No, my worst hangover story actually happened in a foreign country. <laughs> I'm That's not... a great hangover story. Yeah, it is. Um, so, I studied abroad in Milan, Italy, and I told myself that when I was studying abroad for the semester that I was never going to get drunk enough to the point in which I blacked out because that's sketchy. Who would want to black out in a foreign country? That's sketchy. Well, um, about 10 days into the trip, I decide I'm going to drink an entire bottle of red wine and take several vodka Ooh. shots. Wine gives you Dude, the worst hangover. Wine and vodka is yeah. like a bad So I decide to do that before we get to the bar. Before we even get to the bar, we go to this club. It's actually called The Club. And I am like living my best life at the bar. Like, me and my friends, like, this was our second week abroad. So we're just like raging at this club. Like, dancing the whole night away, just like partying it up, like meeting a bunch of people from the abroad program, whatever. This was on a Thursday night, granted. On Friday, we had um, a three-hour Italian lecture the next morning. Oh, sweet. So I am, like, dying. Uh, We finally leave the bar at around 3 a.m., and my friends are, like, dying to eat. So we stop at this, like, late-night pizza place on our walk home from the club. And my friends are, like, trying to order pizza, and I'm, like, vomiting in the bathroom. Then we walk back to our apartment, and I'm just, like, vomiting on the streets of a foreign country. <laughs> then uh, then I go to bed. I, like, manage to, like, go to sleep, shower, whatever. Wake up the next morning. I have to be up. I have to be in class at 9 a.m. I literally, like, think I had, like, still, like, streaks of makeup uh. on my face from the night before, even though I showered. And I, like, definitely, like, just smelled, like, straight booze, like, rolling into my Italian class. And literally had to get up twice in the middle of class to go vomit yes it was it was honestly traumatizing and i like finally after the three-hour lecture was over i like got back to my apartment and i think i slept for like eight hours but it was by far one of the worst hangovers i've ever i'm a a big like she still went to her class even though oh i would have skipped no i no the thing was still went like there was an obligation and you were going to make well the thing is like it was Kind of like, so it was my, first of all, it was my second week abroad, so I'm not trying to make a bad impression on the teacher at week two. Oh, and showing up, like, your stage <laughs> oh, so you probably bad made a impression. worse impression than you no, would have not showed my, up. No, my professor 100% knew, but he still loved me at the end of the semester, so it's fine. <laughs> but, um, yeah, <laughs> if I had skipped, though, we were only allowed, like, either you could skip one three-hour class, or you could skip, like, three one-hour classes, mm. and I was like... I wanted to skip classes later in the semester so I could take long weekends and travel because I was studying abroad. So I'm like, I'm not going to waste this one skip just for being hungover. I was like, I am getting my ass to class. No, that sounds like a pretty good situation to use it. That's a real rally situation. It was a rally for sure. You've got to do something and you're just not capable of it, but you do it anyway. Yeah. I I mean, honestly, I'm a big morning puker. Like, I, I, (laughs) I don't know what it is, but like every time I'm hungover, I feel super nauseous. But I honestly think... The puke and rally is so true. Like, oh, 100%. once you once you throw up, you feel so much better. This actually reminds me of another story. I don't know. I can't really pick out my worst hangover, but I do have some like funny ones. This was when we went to Savannah for spring break, like back in college too. We were so hungover leaving Sunday 
And it was I was like with my really good friends and Zeta and my big at the time. And we were just leaving like the hotel. I think we had to check out by like 10 a.m. And we had gone out and like had ourselves a night before. And it was like we were all pretty hungover. And, you know, if you don't get food in you, it like makes it even worse. So you like have that like moment. This is what happened to us the other weekend. Like if you don't get food within a certain amount of time, you just like are like, okay, I'm going to throw up. So we were like trying to get all of our stuff together and like check out of the hotel and I was, like, already feeling nauseous. And my big was, like, really hungover, too. I think we were the worst ones. So we're talking, and someone's telling a story from the night before. And they were like, yeah, blah, 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 blah. I remember, like, we took those, like, shots of vodka. And literally, as they said the word vodka, I got – No, I literally threw up. I went – I ran to the bathroom and started throwing up because in my head, like, <laughs> hearing the word vodka, like, when you're you on – like, smell it. Yes, like, when you're on that, like – that like edge of feeling so hungover and someone says something it like triggers something in your mind so Mm -hmm. I start throwing up in the toilet like the doors open we're all like in this hotel room and my big is so hungover too so my puking like triggers her so she runs to the bathroom and she starts throwing up in the bathtub because like her throwing up or my throwing up is making her want to throw up it was a very sad big little moment but (laughs) <laughs> Damn, we've had some traumatizing stories between the three of us, haven't yeah, we? But I think we, we're stronger people because of it. Yeah, I mean, everyone has to experience a little bit of hangover trauma in their life to to figure out how to rally. I think everybody really, there's, anybody that's really messed with alcohol at all has had a you know moment in their life where they drank way too much. Like, yeah. They learned their limits. And I personally had that moment, like, at least five or six times. Like, yeah. No, same. I've had to deal with my limits multiple times. Yeah, there are times when I consider stop stopping drinking alcohol altogether. But yeah. And then you realize you can't have fun without it. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh my gosh, Graham, we do not rely. We on are that. alcoholics here on Mills. And no, I don't no. like I don't like that word because it's I'm not, not true. Alcoholic. I think a lot of I'm not addicted. Are alcoholics? No. No. I, well, I used to say. Think that, about it. Let's think about that. How no. often do you drink every weekend? I'm a binge drinker. It's different than being an alcoholic. Oh well. I don't want to call it that. At least she's a, at least she's labeling herself. In a My mom drink. told me that's worse. A binge drinker? <laughs> no, no, no. No, an alcoholic means you can't go a day without having a binge drinker. Means you can't drink alcohol when without we were, binging. We were at the ABC store today, and that was the first time I'd been in an ABC store probably in like a good ten months. No, it's because I only drink wine. Do we have like multi-state listeners? Like, yeah. oh yeah, we've got okay. friends in Texas, California. Then we have actually to, multi-country. Yeah, yeah. You need to explain Listen. to them that North Carolina is an ABC state. Like, it's not like this elsewhere. Oh, no, yeah. people, people, Do people know, know what the ABC story is. Well, actually, um, anything in, but clothes. <laughs> in in Connecticut, we call it a package store. All right, all right a package store. It's the store that sells all the liquor. It's we the can't, but it's it's, store. it's state regulated, so like there are government employees in there. And dude, we I got in a conversation with this lady. Today. She knew how to answer me, but like she was scanning her IDs. Like scanning IDs. Yeah, like checking them. Yeah, us. checking them they to make sure that you look the like them. Store are completely different than scanning them. I told her, like, they're taking, like, they're getting statistics off people, like, seeing when they, like, go there, they timestamp it. Like, I said that's a little Black Mirror-ish. It's not true. I think it is. That is a little Black Mirror. Like, they literally scan both of our IDs. Like, not like, just look at them. I honestly them. can't remember the last it's time my be- ID was scanned. It's because of all the liability these days. Yeah, yeah but... So many fake ideas the whole The whole point of going in there and showing an idea is to prove that you're over 21 and your driver's license identifies you as being over 21. Right. But if you're 63 years old, why do you need to scan that person's ID? Yeah, obviously it, they're not. Because smart. at what Because point, they want to know who's going in there. They want to know what time they're at what, buying. No, at like, what point does your discretion, like, count, like... It's just a liability thing because you could yeah, but someone like, could be like thirty and you could kind of think that they're like they underage. Go, they could, go through training. No, but I've seen yeah, my mom still. get ID. I mean, I'm not exactly. my mom. Is, I'm not saying my mom. My mom looks very good for age, but she does she not does. look eighteen. She does. I she, think I mentioned that to you. I mean, I've got a hot mama. <laughs> not gonna she lie. Does. Does she, she listen? Does. Yeah, she does. She's not gonna be okay with this episode, but that's fine. <laughs> I know we talked about having sex, so that was a little nah, crossing the line. She's cool. She's fine. It's okay, I did, I did mention that I don't smoke weed, so I think yeah. that's a plus. Yeah, At least that's a plus. That's a point for We're me. We're an anti-drug podcast. <laughs> yeah, I really only mess with alcohol. I mean, all the other stuff is it just gets too scary, especially when you've had to, like, resuscitate people from... Yeah. Okay, let's not get back into that. <laughs> um, I've had a lot of issues. Morbid. <laughs> do we have any more, like, major subjects Graham, do for do you have any happy? last words for the 
the fans. Oh, is it coming across? Oh, it's an hour and 25 seconds now. Yep. So we is, killing it. Is the format an hour only, or I know. Uh, I mean, we we've gone over, we've gone under. I was just saying, like, I right. feel like we're wrapping up here. Like, do you have any final closing thoughts? Any segments? Anything? This is outro? your last chance. What do you want edit, to say? Are we gonna edit my outro? No. music. Why are you so against that? That's a no, great no, no. Song. We're putting we're putting we're editing outro it in. Yeah. Okay, yeah, edit it in. Um. We have a problem with like dragging out the ending of our episode, so let's keep it. Yeah, snappy. Let's keep it. All right, you all y'all go, and then I'll end it. Okay. Well, any last words? Like all good things, this must come to an end, too. See y'all later. Love you guys. All right, peace out. Uh, Yeah.